Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. My my purpose on this planet (laughs) is to obliterate, destroy, demolish legalistic and religious constructs that keep us believing that poverty is a standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be. Happy New Year, y'all. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFinn.com. There's a lot of free resources at KimberlyFinn.com. You can find me on all social media platforms. If it's your first time joining us, hey, I see you, girl. I see you, my brother. I see you. So happy to be back with the crew. Thank you guys for letting me take a sabbatical. What is a a sabbatical, Kim? I'm glad you asked. It's where you sabbat yourself down somewhere take a break when you're in charge of multiple platforms when you um are managing multiple streams um of income you have to give each place its time and so taking a break is necessary i did the reset 23 and then turn around and did the reset on facebook and then took all the holidays off it's you know almost february and so I, I have not been doing the podcast, but she, and she's been busy. All right. So I thank y'all for really allowing me that time. Uh, she's back and we're going to get into it. Uh, if you're new, you can stay for this episode. You know what I'm saying? You don't need, I'm putting on lotion while I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> you don't need to, um, you know, have any prior knowledge for this episode. And if you would just like to see what you've missed, go on back to the first season. You'll, you'll hear a lot. You're, you'll get a lot. You'll hear a lot of growth. Uh, manifestation is a journey, not a destination. I mean, we're all in this journey and I'm just sharing my journey with you, my success with you. Um, and the rule is that whoever you learn it from, it won't take you as long as it took them to get what they got. So, I mean, I have a lot of mentees that can testify that their life changed dramatically, drastically, some instantly. It just depends on if you work it, what you want to work. It works if you work it, y'all. So look, 17 seconds of gratitude coming up. 17 seconds of gratitude. We always do over 17 seconds. But listen, if you just start with 17 seconds of saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, you gonna, your chemistry and your body is going to change completely. See, seriously. Um, but gratitude gets us into the vein of great expectations. It keeps us tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the frequency of heaven so we can be discerning who we should pour into, where we should um, receive from, who we should receive from, what we should do for others. Because it's not just about us being blessed and manifesting our desires. It is for the good of ourselves and all those we come into contact with. Like we are blessed to be a blessing. Like if you're in somebody's life, they are blessed. You're amazing. (laughs) You're blessed. So let's get into that gratitude today. I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that every promise in his word is a promise to himself. And when I decree a thing, just like it says in Job's in Job 22 and 28, I almost said Job's <laughs> in 22 and 28, you give us a power to decree a thing and to watch it manifest on the earth. And what we do will always have light. Like I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that you give me this power to speak over myself. That it's your breath in my lungs. It's your spirit, literally, as I speak right now. The power that rests within my words, 
I'm just happy and so grateful that I'm conscious of it now because I spoke a lot of words over my life and it held so much power and I never understood why. But when I started to speak the things that are true, the things that are right, the things that are just, the things that are lovely, the things that are of good report, I understood that this is God concerning me. This is the divine concerning me. And every promise you've ever promised me, whether in your word, through prophecy, in our time together, you always make good on it. It's a promise to yourself, and I'm so happy you set me up for success like that. And as always, we always go over 17 seconds because gratitude feels so good, but it gets us also ready to receive what I got for y'all today. And I'm going to do the best with what I got. Y'all ready? Okay, I'm going to talk about two things. I'm going to talk about the root. And then I'm going to talk about my favorite topic, love. Y'all ready? Let's get into it. So, I was at a community event this past weekend. And if you follow me on Instagram, you got the real tea uh, the other day. Um, but I'm going to give y'all the whole story here because I can do that. We, we're like a different type of family. You know, social media, they, they can skew things. Um, but if you listen to this podcast, you're you going to get the whole thing. We're family. So here we go. For those of you that don't know, I was in a relationship for like 16 years. Engaged for five, it ended, um, clearly. Uh, it was a very difficult relationship. We grew up together. And when I say grew up together, I'm not talking about from high school. I'm, I'm talking about like when you are in your first real relationship and, and you're in your 20s, like you go through a lot of changes. And so he was going through his changes. I was going through mine. And my goal, I had checked off everything, you know, and my goal was to get married and have some kids. And it was something on my list. I didn't know that this is not, you shouldn't let a list run you. I didn't know that then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I um, gave up all for love, for the love of this man. I gave up everything. I changed my life. I gave up opportunities. Um, also, you know, we started a church together. But no one ever remembers that when you don't get married. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um one day I'll tell the whole story. Um, and I want it to be from a place of complete healing. Um, uh, he and I still talk to this day, real good dude. Um, it was time for it to end during that relationship. He cheated on me. Like it was a Olympic sport. Uh, like, like it was a part-time job. Uh, and I didn't love myself enough to leave. I I just didn't want to start over. Literally, that's the thing that kept me from leaving. Had I known then what I know now, I would have left immediately. Because starting over is a great thing. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's a beautiful thing. And also, I'm worth someone who will do the most for me. So... Um, and, and reciprocate, you know, um, I didn't believe that I was the prize then. So it, it led to a lot. Um, there were multiple people 
it's my story and I, I, I want to be very, very clear. I'm not trashing him. So those of you that actually know me in real life and know who I'm talking about, like, don't, don't do, you know what, do what you feel <laughs> because it's a seed in the ground. It's going to come back to you. Don't be messy. But like, you know, anyway, it's my story. So I'm going to tell it. Um, cheated on me with multiple people. Uh, there was one person in particular, like we actually went to the same church um, like they were there every, every day, every Sunday, every Bible study, you know? And so I, you know, there, I knew for a fact they were messing around and they wanted people to know that they were messing around, um, because they wanted to be the number one and I'm hanging on like a champ. Like it's a race, you know, I'm gonna make it to the end. I'm gonna marry this man. And I loved him. I loved him. Still do. Um, as a friend, I loved him, was in love with him. And so I was hanging on for, for my future, like the life I wanted to share with this man. Right. And they literally, when I, I can't even get into the details of the depths of the treachery of this human being. Um, when I ended the relationship, my life changed overnight. God and I had a conversation I said, if this is something he wanted me to do, then you got to do this, 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 and this to prove to me because I stayed in this relationship because I thought I, I heard you say we were supposed to be together. And that was before I understood that God's plans for us take a yes from everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? So I was in my blaming God stage and the Lord, as soon as that prayer was over, like proved to me without a doubt, it was the right choice. That would be getting out of my payday, my 13 payday loans in the matter of hours. Yeah. So, and I started living this bold, right life. That was seven years ago, right? I left with no ill, no malice because by then it wasn't the cheating. You know what I'm saying? It was the fact that like I'm causing self-harm, I'm doing self-harm. I had a terrible outlook on life self-deprecating behavior and thinking and it just wasn't healthy it was super toxic I my depression was on a million I wasn't I wasn't in a good space uh, as soon as I left the book happened the businesses happened my relationship with the Lord was growing intimacy with the Lord like doors opening I'm flying all over to speak doing all the things right I understand that she didn't owe me nothing. It was him that owed me loyalty and honesty. And because we weren't married, he couldn't cheat on me. This is a very eye-opening thing from a therapist. He didn't cheat on me. It wasn't the cheating that hurt me. It was uh, the misuse of my trust. Because love takes trust. Um, by the time that I left, the reasons were not because of anything that had to do with cheating. It was because I wanted more and, and the relationship had done, taken its course. I wanted to be somebody's wife. I deserved to be somebody's wife. I deserved to be my own person too. I deserved to be wanted and cared for and loved. And I didn't know that when I left, I just knew it was time to go because God said it was time to go. Um, so I just want to paint the picture of how much this woman wasn't a factor because like the thing is like, she just wasn't a factor. Um, and she, so we, we lived in the same city of course, but 
I stayed to myself so much and swam in different circles that we would have never seen each other after I left the church. When I left the church, though, (laughs) and we broke up, like, they definitely thought they were going to end up being with my ex. And that didn't happen because they found out what I knew. It was never going to be them. There are other reasons as to why he decided to make the choices he made. So whatever's happening between them after our relationship ended is none of my business. You know what I'm saying? So I'm moving on with my business about the business of the Lord doing what I do, you know, whatever he wants me to do. And so sometimes from time to time we'll be in certain spaces. Um, it will, it never bothered me. Like I'm going to be me no matter what. Um, but they were weird acting and who cares? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, in September, now mind you, it's been seven years. So in September, I went to preach at his church for his birthday and anniversary ministry anniversary celebration. Um, it was cool, like gave the word and really was joy, a joyful time. Um, I sat down and, you know, he thanked me for speaking. And then he said, um, you're much better than I am. Um, you are, uh, you always take the high road. You're such a good person. And I owe you an apology. I I dogged you out and everything about this church, everything about who I am, the man that I am, um, this journey it has been because of you. And I owe you an apology. Like I dogged you out. I, I, I loved you privately when you loved me publicly. And I'm sitting up there looking like, uh, okay. Like this is, I hate being on the spot. If you know me, I hate being on the spot. I'm an introverted extrovert. Like I will do what I need to do. I, I love people. And then I need to be away from people to recharge. I don't want nobody in my business. Unless I share my business. And so this was like so public. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. I was, I wanted to crawl underneath the chair and he's saying, I know you hate it. I know you hate this, but I have to do it. God told me I have to apologize to you. Well, as he's giving this apology in front of everybody, um, the woman who was the biggest antagonist, um, in our relationship is sitting right there. Right. I didn't think nothing of it. Y'all. I didn't think nothing of it. I guess, you know, she walks out and she's upset because she feels like the apology made her look crazy. Uh, Like there wasn't a person on the planet that didn't know you was doing wrong. Like you knew you was doing wrong. Like it's okay. We've all done wrong. Like go be great. It's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been years, yo, it's been years. So uh, I didn't, I didn't think nothing of it. I would go about my life and I find out that like, you know, y'all, I wanted an apology. Please bear with the story. I'm going to tell you, I wanted an apology for so long. I wanted this to happen for so long because I felt I was owed. And by the time I got it, it didn't matter anymore. So I remember talking to one of my spiritual mentors, um, PSG, and he was like, God validates you and vindicates you in his time. He was like, that had to happen for the next phase of your life. And he dropped some more knowledge on me. It was great. I came to a resolve and went on my way, right? You would think that the book would be closed, right? Okay, whatever. 
but it's not. Y'all know it's not because I'm talking to y'all. So this weekend, um, one of my goals this year is to be out in my community more. Just to get to know the people in my neighborhood, get to know the people in my community. So I go to this murder mystery dinner, y'all, for black business owners. And I I knew that that person was going to be there because we can see who RSVP'd. It's not a big deal. Um, so it's all good. My, my, I went with my best friend, we walk in and it's like six people at first. And she's one of the people immediately. Her posture is weird. y'all. Like her posture is the posture I would have had if I weren't whole, you know, in my healing journey and delivered from that right if my perspective hadn't changed you would have thought I did something to her like and I see her whispering I see her talking like I see that she talks to the person across from her and then that person looks at me like what you you know and so I just went ahead and I said hi to everybody and I went over there you know and as soon as I go over there to say hi to the person she was talking to me about um this woman like bows her head down like to avoid making eye contact with me like to say oh, I don't want you to talk to me and that's cool but literally you're you're acting like I offended you so the night goes on there's about 40 people at this dinner uh we are I'm at the we are at the opposite ends of the table you know I'm having a I decide instead of stewing on it and changing who I am and getting upset about it I'm gonna go ahead and have a good time like I always do and so you know I'm the life of the party y'all so I just did what I did everybody's great and as we're as the night goes on and we're taking this tour because you got to take a tour so somebody can die you know what I'm saying so we can find out who the murderer is and I'm seeing her steady talking to people like and then pointing to me, you know, like mutual people, we know, like it just, it's so, it was so weird, but I decided, you know, what you're not going to do is get me to act out of character. Now, family, y'all know, uh, I, I used to speak with my hands and like, I have learned self-control is a fruit of the spirit and it's nobody's fault for me acting out. So I got to maintain. But I'd be lying to y'all if I said I didn't want to drag her a little bit. So um, the night goes on. It ends well. And we end up parked right next to each other. Um, it was just the weirdest thing, you guys. It was the weirdest thing because in my head, like, um, excuse me. How do you have the attitude with me like I did something to you when you were the other woman for like so long? And we were both wrong. Like we were both dead wrong. Like I should have left a long time ago and you like were wrong for all of the things that you did. And it's not the, the cheating being the one he cheated with. It's not the, it's not that like this woman tried to impact my job. This woman tried to like, she talked about, I can't even, I'm not even going to rehash it. She did the most. And it is by the grace of God that she's yet standing. Okay. Now, I go home, I go to bed, I wake up in the morning, have a serious conversation with the Lord. Like, yo, I'm pissed. This bothers me. And he is, why does it bother you, Kimberly? Because if anybody owes in, she owes me an apology. Like, why is she acting like I did something to her? And he goes, does she, does she owe you an apology? 
Does she? Is that, that's what we're on this morning? Okay. Do you want to be right or do you want to be whole? And I'm, I'm still not getting it. I get that I'm wrong, but I still don't get it. So I make this real and I say the exact same thing that God said to me in prayer and I put it up there and it, it like, <sighs> I put it up there cause I wanted my leg back. I wanted to be a little spiteful. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. And so I go to church after I get out of church, the Lord's like, you gonna take that reel down or not? Nah? Like you gotta be very careful with what we're building. You can't have that out there. And we can't, when you are wanting more, when you want to be changed, when you want your best life, when you want your highest good, the mode of operation, the expectation is beyond. You have to be willing to keep your mouth closed when others would act out. You have to be willing. Now, I'm not saying stand there and take no abuse, you know, protect your space. You can tell some, you can put somebody in their place without showing out. Um, and so you, we have to maintain integrity and character. And that's a part of this journey because everything you do, everything you say is a seed in the ground. So I was talking to one of my, um, mentees, Brandy, and uh, I was like, you really going to love this real. Like she reached out. I reached out to her, um, and, uh, circled back with her and we were having a great conversation. And, you know, as I was talking to her, uh, the Lord brought up this incident that happened um and it compared to my healing so here we go y'all it's the root of a thing in april two years ago i lost my baby tooth yes i still had a baby tooth in my mouth let it go you know it's like <laughs> carry on <laughs> um i lost that tooth that was cool you know okay i got to get you know braces gonna get a bridge all that stuff right um a year goes by. I think the hole is closed. Cool. Headaches start to develop though. Um, and really bad headaches to where I would have to stop in the middle of talking, catch my breath um, because the pain was so bad. I go to a new dentist, uh, in October and he looks at the x-rays and he goes, Hey, uh, that tooth that came out two years ago now, y'all, uh, there seems to be a, a tiny piece that's still in there. And so we have to go in and cut the gums and, and pull it out. Because I've been healing, my gums have been healing around that piece of tooth, but can never quite close because a foreign object was there now because there was no tooth. The root of it was still in there. The tiny root causing the headaches. And I thought because the tooth was gone, the issue was gone. The issue no longer existed. Oh, I know you guys are getting it now because the way the Lord painted it for me was really awesome. And I'm on this journey and I'm thinking I'm healed. I'm whole. Y'all listen to the podcast. I've moved on. I've had great relationships since, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in that same space where I should be bothered by this. Right. But the root, only the Lord knows the root and the way that I was affected by this past weekend was symptomatic of what is still in there, right? And what's in there is that need to be vindicated. Like, 
acknowledge when you do something wrong to me and, and acknowledge it by just keeping my name out of your mouth and just let me live. Like you, she could have been in that party and let, left me alone. And the Lord really was like, it's the root still, Kim. It's the ways that you felt you haven't had a voice and you haven't been able to stand up for yourself, but I stand up for you. And it was really humbling because in order to get that baby tooth out, like I don't Novocaine doesn't work on me. So they had to use Cetacaine. That surgery was supposed to be like 30 minutes tops. It was over an hour. Um, and the Cetacaine wore off at the end. He had to dig so deep and cut so much to get just the tiniest piece of root. And he had to reopen something that had closed. Because there was still some stuff up in there. Thank you, Lord. The other thing that humbled me in this example was the Lord was like, as much as this person has done to you, understand that you have, you are this person for somebody else. You're a better person now. You're a good person now. But think about all the things that you've done in your past and how my grace was sufficient. And don't forget the Lord's prayer. Forgive my debts as I forgive my debtors. Humbling. Took the reel down. Went live and talked about it. Shared the story. And just how this journey is ever evolving. And here's what came up in meditation and prayer this morning. The reason I stayed as long as I did is because I didn't believe love was for me. I believed I had to earn love. I had to believe that it was based upon my actions and being good enough. And and if I produced enough, then I would be desired. Then someone would stay with me. Then they'd choose me. And I remember my ex saying in a conversation, um, as we talked about the series of events, he was like, I loved you and I cheated on you. Like, I, I loved you. And I cheated on you. It wasn't because of any other outside factor. It was my work internally. I had to do work. I had to let work be done in me. And I've always internalized when relationships have gone wrong. What could I have done? I think everybody does. But when you're told that you are the reason. I'm glad for the truth now, but then though all those years I was told that I wasn't worthy of love, if I was softer, if I showed myself as vulnerable, then, then I could be loved. And in this journey, the divine has showed me that I don't have to earn Jack when it comes to love. He loves me on purpose. He loves me passionately. He's powerfully fueled by his passion for me, his love for me. I am incredibly loved without a doubt. I don't have to earn it. I can't earn it. I am incredibly loved because I am love. And this has allowed me to give love in such a way. This has allowed me to give love in such a way while my heart is being mended. 
I am not fortunate. I am blessed to have this revelation, to walk in this humility and also to experience meekness being birthed in me. I remember this passage, um, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Um, and I thought meek was like bringing yourself low and, you know, almost like false humility. Now I understand, but I thought it was like just being real super, super humble and being low, like presenting, not, not thinking too much of yourself. Right. Actually, meekness is restraint and meekness isn't born in us. Meekness is pruned in us. Like there's a cutting away that happen has to happen in order for meekness to be produced as a fruit. Meekness is restraint. Knowing that you have the power to crush someone, knowing that you have the power to take something away and yielding to the spirit and not doing it if it's not his will. And as you get ready for this week, I would just like to give you one affirmation. I am incredibly loved and of great value. I am incredibly loved and of great value. If I believed that sooner, if I had embraced that and let that into my life sooner, I would have been farther along and able to forgive and move on. If I truly believed I was loved and of great value. I believe that now. And this is the reason why I will not stay in any relationship that doesn't serve my highest good. That's business. That's mentorship. That's in love. And I realized that the root of the thing wasn't the woman. It was the feeling of not being enough that crept its ugly head up. And I love the Lord so much that he lets me know that love is the thing. It's a powerful manifestation tool. I am love. I'm incredibly loved and of great value. You guys, I love y'all. I'm a I'm overload with y'all with some tips this this season. So I'm gonna name the episodes now instead of calling it seasons because I'm be honest with you, I've lost track on how many seasons this is. So if you want to know about more about me, if you want more Kimberly Fit, join that Facebook Mind Shift crew. Shout out to Jennifer Land, who's like, girl, I only am on social media just to be a part of the Facebook group. If you go to my Facebook page. I have a personal page and a public figure page. That public figure page, I go live. Um, but it's not, and it's not with the same intensity as we do in the mind shift, um, crew, um, Facebook group. We just covered supernatural technique, um, manifesting technique of the Lord's prayer and like breaking that down. Really great stuff. We did the reset 23 there. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to have to do the reset again. Um, on this podcast because I showed out in that Facebook group. 
and and I and y'all are deserving of the same level. So, I won't do any pre-recordings anymore. Um, re replays of old recordings for the reset. I'm gonna do live because you're deserving of that. I love y'all. If this has blessed you and you wanna buy me a cup of coffee, I can only have two cups a week. Um, that's the that's the discipline I'm building to myself. I'm gonna try. Um, I don't really do Starbucks anymore. Um. <laughs> on special occasions but anyway uh if you want to donate some tea money if you hey say can hey kim go buy yourself a meatless sandwich um great you know if it's blessing you you sow or you grow you can hit the cash app up kimberly fitting that's dollar sign capital k capital f kimberly fitting uh venmo paypal all the things you can find out you can message me at info kimberlyfit.com if you have any questions love y'all to life have a great week